I'm Judy Carter, and this is the Power of Purpose podcast, where we explore how to live a purposeful life and how creative people like yourself can make a living doing what you love. You know, this notion of purpose seems to be something that people delay. Delay. I, I was talking to a friend and uh, hate my job, hate my job, but I'm going to hang in there um, because I get, uh, I'll get retirement. I'll take retirement and then I'm going to uh, do something good with my life. Oh, <laughs> then okay. I'm going to, uh, yeah, she wants to go um, the Peace Corps. Okay. And I'm thinking, you know, in my 60s, do I really want to go to a place where I have to squat to go to the bathroom? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite you know? in a line with your, with your uh, preferences on that one, yeah. No, but, you know, I thought about that, about this notion of delaying living a purposeful life. Mm. And a lot of people think about that, I think, in terms of, you know, I really want to be a comic, but when my family grows up, I have a lot of responsibilities mm-hmm. now, and then I'll do it, and then I'll be living my life. Like, like I will be doing what I was born to do once I take care of financial obligations. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people put finance first. Yep. Um, and... And I've come to realize that that doesn't work. Yeah. That doesn't work because it's it's not understanding what living on purpose is really about. Living, your purpose on life is not what you do, mm-hmm. but how you do what you do. Mm-hmm. Like people think when I'm living on purpose, I will be happy. I will, everything will be working out. Mm-hmm. I will be doing good. Um, I will be I, celebrated. People will come from all over to hear what I have to say <laughs> and do. And, you know, and everything I create will be praised online. And I'll, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's when I'll have all those followers. Yeah, right? exactly. That's, that's when, when I will when be it all known. Happens. I will be known for something. Mm-hmm. I will be famous. A lot of yeah. people think, you know, I'm living the purpose of lo- my life is equated with, with fame, mm-hmm. uh, fortune. Yeah. Um, yeah, that'll all happen. Mm-hmm. And no, that's not that's not living on purpose. What I've come to realize in in I guess my own life is that purpose I have days where I am I feel I am on pur- on purpose. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the word I'm living on purpose, on purpose. I'm doing it on purpose. Mm-hmm. Like so many of us uh, live our life. I'm doing it because my boss told me to do it. Mm-hmm. Somebody else told me to do this. Or one of the most killer phrase in businesses that is usually the downfall of most is, well, that's how we always did it. Well, that's how I have always done it. Right. Yeah. So I'm not doing it on purpose, mm-hmm. like on my purpose. So what I, I've i been trying to do is to do my work that you would never think is, oh, this is the purpose of my life, answering an email. Mm. 
my this is the purpose of my life, you know, um, putting all my money into Quicken and trying to do my taxes. I'm living on purpose, yeah. you know. Um, I have been trying to spend a day doing menial tasks in a purposeful way. Oh, okay. So this is almost like a qualifier of your purpose. It's like purpose isn't just for those grandiose moments where, as we said, people are celebrating you or your family. It's all the way down to the granular level of scooping the cat poop out of the cat box. You know, that if you can't apply purpose to that tiny thing, then you probably can't apply it to the great big dream either. Well, I think for us funny people um, is is that if, let's just say, your purpose in life, you realize, is that you really know how to uh, turn a problem into a punchline. Mm -hmm. You know how to find humor in life. Mm -hmm. And so you think, okay, I will be living on purpose when I'm doing my Netflix comedy special. That's my purpose Mm -hmm. in life. So I took some time off from performing for a while, and I've been writing a lot and um and i decided to does that mean that i'm not living on purpose because i'm not performing at a comedy club Mm. i'm not performing in front of people and i realized that no no that i can be in control of living a purposeful life with out having a gig Mm. and so what i realized when i come into my pilates class i make people laugh Mm -hmm. and then i when i realized this when i came in and somebody said judy this class is so much easier with you in it because i laugh all the way through it oh that's fantastic yeah right now i'm just doing pilates and i hate to exercise to to Mm -hmm. make it more bearable I'm always cracking jokes, right? (laughs) Whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Judy, keep your legs straight. Can't you keep anything straight? And I went, yeah, that's what my mother said to me too. (laughs) Anyway, whatever it is, whatever it is, bam, slam. Now I have a really good comeback, right? And I made everybody laugh. Mm -hmm. And you're not really supposed to. And and, um, I'm on my purpose. I am who I am am in purpose on life and it doesn't matter that i'm not doing it um who is my audience my audience is you know i find it a real challenge going through tsa because they say no jokes we take jokes seriously do not joke now to a comic that's throwing down the gauntlet right that's throwing down the gauntlet there's gotta be a way and and to make tsa people laugh Mm -hmm. without being arrested. Yep. So, so I, the other day, I'm flying and I'm going. I'm by myself and I'm going through the line. And um, um, they ask, "Here's a man behind me," and <laughs> the TSA guy goes, "Are you two together?" Mm-hmm. And the guy behind me says, "No." Mm-hmm. And I turned to him, and I said, "Well, that's not what you said last night." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The entire place just burst out, and 
I am living mm -hmm. my purpose. And you didn't go to jail. In life. <laughs> no, no, because I'm being who I was meant to be. Mm -hmm. And I'm a disruptor. Yeah. Well, without getting arrested, because I'm very scared of being arrested. <laughs> but I'm a disruptor who disrupts by making people laugh mm -hmm. what like and that's and that's what i do you know when i'm whether i'm doing a speech whether i'm you know doing comedy or whatever where i'm teaching it is to find the funny in ordinary things so mm -hmm. i i hate email and it seems to stack up and yeah. there's so much of it and i went okay Rather than going, I wasn't born to sit here in front of a computer and do email, I'm going to be purposeful in answering my email. And I'm going to answer each one <laughs> by being funny. Yeah. And so <laughs> I decided, you know, I was the last person in the world to cancel my LA Times newspaper mm -hmm. subscription. And rather than just sending it, I'm canceling, mm -hmm. I wrote a story up about, you know, we've been together for a long time, <laughs> and every day, there you are in the morning, and, you know, it's yeah. been a wonderful relationship, but mm -hmm. it's it's time to end it, You're, you know? I, I, wrote a, I wrote them an entire You, you wrote the LA Times a Dear John letter. I wrote them a Dear John letter. <laughs> I did. And I, no, it's me. It's not you, mm. you know. Yeah. And, you know, yes, and you get ink all over my, you know, fingers, <laughs> and I feel dirty. But anyway, I wrote them an entire breakup letter. Mm. And I went, I'm just, it's just like a task that, mm -hmm. you know, stop your subscription LA Times. But I did it in such a funny way. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they called me back and said that this was the funniest thing they've oh. ever seen. And Which was probably nice for them, especially when a cancellation notice is probably not a good sign for a printed newspaper. Right. And then you get this fun letter from somebody. Right. Yeah. And then I and then I was asked to perform that story. Uh, there was a, a storytelling show on breakups. Mm -hmm. And then I ended up performing it. So there is an overlap. Be, you know, for us creative people between menial tasks mm -hmm. and our creativity. And we go, oh, these menial tasks are getting in the way of our creativity. Mm -hmm. But if you are truly living mm -hmm. on purpose, on purpose, whatever your life is on purpose. And I know a lot of people who are comedians mm -hmm. are listening to this and you're really aggravated. But there is such a satisfaction in hearing laughter whether it's from an audience that is paying you to do it or it's a TSA line mm. that you kill, kill a TSA. Yeah. Well, it, and it's, it's funny cause it's, it's, it is kind of an easy explanation with comedy because you can kind of be funny everywhere. But this actually reminds me, I just did a, a, uh, some work for a wonderful business coach. Uh, her name's Sylvie McCracken and she does a ton of workflow stuff like how do you master your workflow how do you get you know more you know how do you get more efficient how do you get more cost effective how do you get all this stuff and uh she took a group of people up to the getty to have lunch and i lucked out and was able to get a seat right next to her so we're all kind of you know talking and, and things like that and 
she notices that when the waiter is coming by, he's, you know, he's giving, giving everyone a choice of sparkling or flat water or whatever. And they keep messing it up. And so in her mind, immediately, she doesn't have, she's there as a customer. She goes, you know what? They should change the glasses so that the flat water comes in one glass. So they don't have to ask. They can come around and just refill. She's like, oh, they could do a thing with the napkin. And immediately she's just going into, how do I make this workflow better? How do I get this system better? How do I get this strategy? She doesn't have to do that, but that's her purpose. That's what she does. So when she sees those things happening her mind just automatically engages with that and that's someone who is living on purpose you know she could have just sat there and been like that nah, wrong you know try again <laughs> you know no nope, this sucks you know you should have remembered no instead of getting mad at the situation she just applied her purpose right to it and was like hey they could do this they could do this they could do this i mean in a matter of minutes she came up with like 12 different strategies for them to improve the service at yes. the table yeah and and but it wasn't like a cruel way she didn't sit there and t make it oh you're an idiot you should be doing this no this is what she does and because of that boom 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 i'm sure she does it with when she's making her kids lunch in the morning i bet you she's going oh how can i do this better or how, when she's you know that's the thing about living on purpose is you apply it to not only the big grandiose moments of your of your creative endeavors, but you also apply it down to the smallest little mundane tasks that you do all yes. the time. That's when you know it's on purpose. It kind of reminds me of uh, like uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, if you've ever watched that. Oh, I love that show. Oh, she's fit. But all through the beginning of the show, the first episode is her writing jokes in her wedding. And she's doing the wedding speech instead of her parents. You know, she's doing a, she's funny with the guy at the deli. She's funny with the guy at the grocery store. She's funny. She's, this is what her purpose is. It's all over the place and it doesn't stop when no. there's no audience. And you can also use it you know, to get work. Yeah. Um, I was, uh, I had, uh, this happened to me. I was um, at the BM, uh, BMW dealership. Mm -hmm. And and there was, uh, uh, we're in line. Mm -hmm. uh, and the person in front of me, um, the guy behind the desk, yes, Mr. Johnson, uh, we'll have your car ready in one moment. Um, everything's fine. Thank you. Sign here. Yes. Uh, you know, um, and next was a man and then was me and I was actually like on crutches at the time I'd sprained my ankle and then he goes oh hon hold on a second mm. hon <laughs> hold on and then he took a personal call in front of me Ugh. right yeah. now I'm on crutches he's calling me hon every man he called by Mr. Mm. such and such me he calls hon and 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 then he made me wait. Says I told you at dinner I can't. And I'm standing there on crutches. That you know. Anyway, it was a, a horrible, demeaning experience. Okay, I could write a letter to complain, or I could write uh, went home. And and again, I find this to be a really good solution to a lot of problems. I researched how many women buy BMWs, mm -hmm. and there are actually. Um, the car that I had at the time, um, more women bought it than men. Mm -hmm. Okay, and you can look up these things. Yep. So I wrote BMW a letter and saying that um, um, they they're having a problem with um, uh, fifty eight percent 
of the people who buy the cars are being mistreated and I probably won't even buy an, another car or go to this dealership again because of this problem. Mm -hmm. They hired me to do a training. I presented them with um, that they are uh, treating women differently than they're treating men mm -hmm. and that they needed a training because they're going to get into trouble. Yeah. Right? They hired me. Oh, awesome. I know. I made $10,000. <laughs> <laughs> right? And I did a training for them on customer service that I just kind of pulled out of my ass because I really <laughs> don't talk on customer service. Mm -hmm. But I presented myself as that and yeah. I wrote up a little one sheet about it. And because I was a customer and whatever, uh, they went for it. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if again, and we've talked about this in, in other another podcast that if if you have a problem with something mm -hmm. somebody else has a problem with it and you could probably maneuver your way in to to do this but i was expressing my purpose mm -hmm. you know you could you could look at things as like oh i hate these people this is horrible but then you're off your purpose what are you yeah. I'm, a, I'm a speaker i inspire people mm -hmm. i'm not a com i'm not I'm also, if I complain, I complain funny, which yeah. is what Seinfeld said. <laughs> Stand-up is complaining in a funny way. Mm -hmm. And um, so we're, we're talking about living your purpose in day-to-day -day life. Yeah. And so, so into that, let's give a activity, some sort of task they should be doing to, okay, how can you, what, what should we pick? What task or, or what, what approach should we do so that we can make sure that we are living on purpose, even in the moments that don't seem like they, they need that? Or, or even in the things where you can't even like think about, like, does this even apply at this moment? Because if you're living on purpose, the answer is yes, it does apply. So, so what, what, well, what I like the try? idea of email. Okay. Because it is, we get a lot of a, a mm. lot of it. It's a horrible task. And what if you answer back all your emails as you would performing for an audience, mm -hmm. which means it has to be relevant to the person you're doing it to, like mm -hmm. to the LA Times. I'm not just writing jokes to them. I'm actually yeah. doing a breakup story. Mm -hmm. Like how can you take each email and put something that is like, if you are a funny person, mm -hmm. put a funny, if you're an inspiring person, put something. And that doesn't mean just, I hate, I shouldn't say hate, you know, people have like the same quote at the bottom of their mm -hmm. email. It means customizing something for that specific mm. audience. Okay. Like just So you got to do them. a little bit of work. You can't just change your email footer with, you know, live life to the fullest, you know, something like that. So you, like, you've got to put a little bit of work in, a little bit of extra a little bit of extra you that demonstrates your purpose in, in, in let's say, the, your next 15 emails that you have to yes, write. Yes, because a lot of emails are data exchange. So, mm -hmm. for instance, I had a client who's saying, we need to know what time you're arriving, um, what flight you're on, blah, 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 mm -hmm. right? So that's a data exchange, which most emails are. Mm -hmm. So I wrote them back, you know, the data, signed my name, and the bottom of it, I said... P.S. Just want you to know I'm a lot funnier than this email. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's that it's that mm -hmm. simple. It's that little touch and that little extra effort that that really demonstrated to them 
who you really are and what you really do. Right. So let's just say if you want to live your life on purpose, what is your purpose? Is is it one of humor? Is it one of transformation? And and see if you can spend one day of uh, answering your email with that in mind, in, in, in not turning off your creativity, because a lot of people go, well, I would write, I would do this, I would do that if I didn't have to do all this grunge work. Mm-hmm. Take the grunge work and see how you can do it on purpose. If you would like to learn more about turning your purpose into a career, go to themessageofyou.com where I'll give you free access to my online course. Click the button in the top banner when you get there. If you'd like to learn more about what I'm doing, then go to judycarter.com. Thanks for listening, and let's find your message and launch your career.